America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. Sometimes you just got to jump right in and that's exactly what I just did. If you saw what I was doing right before I hit the fucking record button, you would have been like, damn, I didn't even know he was about to do that. I'm like a fucking ninja assassin combined into one balled up in it. Shut up, Sally. As soon as I start podcasting, nothing's going on. And then all of a sudden, meow. Yo, man, I don't have time for that shit today, man. Um... You know what I'm saying? It's like when Tarzan kept complaining because people kept calling him Tarzan. Like, he was like, no, bitch, it's Tarzan, king of the apes, king of the motherfucking apes. I'm Tarzan, bro. Not to be confused with George, George, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle was just some white dude that was swinging around on branches who kept crashing into trees because he was farsighted. No, yeah, maybe. He was one of the, he had an astigmatism that made it so when he started swinging from branch to branch, he didn't realize his trajectory until it was too late and he slammed in the trees, which made him dumber and dumber. And we're lucky that that man didn't have any fucking kids. Okay? Because they would have had seeing problems too, just like him. That's why. That's why we're lucky. We're lucky. We're lucky. Um,. It's lucky, 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 lucky. It's luck to rock a rock to rock. Anyway, <laughs> I was just watching this uh, little YouTube clip. I've been like living on YouTube. YouTube is my new shit. It's funny. A few years ago, I was talking to my dad. He was like, I don't even watch TV. I just be on YouTube watching shit on YouTube. And I'm like, that's some old man shit. And I'm over here like just on the YouTube shit. Like, I haven't opened Netflix on purpose in months. It's been months because I'm on my YouTube shit because I keep watching all these really dope interviews and I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Am I going to, I'm going to be on this podcast. I'm going to upgrade my equipment. I'm going to do all this dope shit because I'm watching Big Boy's Neighborhood and they got amazing guests coming on there like Tony Rock. I had a really good show recently that was so dope. Um, everybody's talking about the Chris Rock shit, how he clapped back. Um, I'm really stoked about it. I get real excited over shit like this. But I've been listening to also like Dak Shepard's podcast. Armchair Expert has been a favorite of mine when I'm in, when I'm traveling. I like to do this thing where I feel like I'm there with the people. So I'll grab a cup of coffee, and I'll be like walking like. If I was just around and in this conversation, this would be like kind of cool because I just like hearing motherfuckers talk about the way they look at the world. You know, perspective is cool. And I always thought that it's it takes a certain type of person to become mature enough to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't who whose beliefs are just fucking outlandish to you. But that's just what they believe. And they're still just a like a cool person in general. And you just have different views on things. I think that there's no way. One of my boys posted a thing on Instagram where it said, you don't know shit about perspective if you can't have a conversation with someone with a totally different worldview than you. And just have it be just a conversation. You know? And it's true. I've been around so many fucking people that like are so childish that they're like, fuck that person. Well, why fuck that person? Because they feel like this about this. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I don't really feel that strongly about it, but all right. Um, and there's things that I feel strongly about that people disagree with. I actually kind of get excited. You know, I think uh, 
me and my best friend have this really, I'm going to say healthy way of, we've been doing it since we met in high school. Tell you what, I was in high school. I saw this kid sitting at the table. I walked up to him. I was a transfer student. I said, yo, what's up, man? What's your name again? He likes to tell the story. Like I tried to trick him into thinking I knew him already. And, uh, after that, we just started hanging out and talking at the lunch table like we were fucking best friends and we would talk about hip hop. And at the time, rap was so different, right? You had rappers like Papoose and like Lupe Fiasco and obviously like Eminem was a big conversation as far as lyricists. People would always talk about like battle rap was huge at the time. So like Smack DVD was a huge thing. And if you could get your hands on one of those and you would get all the homies to come through and watch all these battle rap videos. And these motherfuckers were like violating the shit out of each other. Like a battle rap, watching a rap battle was like as close to watching two men beat the shit out of each other um without actually hitting each other that you could get like it was just like but it was so exciting because there was a level of like it was that like outside on the playground snapping on each other like dissing each other looking at what you got on and 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 just going in and trying to be as clever as you could about it and disrespectful so sometimes they would erupt in a fight, right? Sometimes somebody would say some shit to you that you, it will strike a nerve and motherfuckers, you know, you ever see people like outside? I don't know. It depends on where you're from. Like you see motherfuckers get into a back and forth, dissing each other. Back in the day, they used to call it playing the dozens. This was before my time. But motherfuckers used to just be snapping on each other back and forth and or roasting each other. Yo, a good roast is really great. The thing about a good roast is you can catch a stray if you just happen to be standing around. But I love a good roast. And I used to be around somebody. There was this kid named Hakeem. Yo, Hakeem? I think about this kid till this day. He was small. He was this small dude. But he was one of the smartest, fastest. And when I say fast, I mean like in terms of like you couldn't... Like, if you were going to, like, say some shit trying to play him, you had to come correct. Because this motherfucker was, he he would eviscerate anybody. Like, you didn't mess with this kid. Especially in front of people. Because he would just embarrass you in front of an audience if you guys were, like, going at it. Um, I hope he's doing well. He was actually a really smart kid in school, too. He, I remember he uh, was one of the smartest kids in the fucking school. But he was a small dude. He was nasty on the basketball court, too kid was nice and um but he i think he had a little bit of an anger problem and a chip on his shoulder like how they say like these little guys got like that like complex and i feel like if i was a small dude i would honestly feel like that too like i would feel like i gotta big up my chest and i think at the time it was more so that way like it was more so that you kind of had to be like yo i'm not the one to fuck with so keep it moving, right? Like you had to make it known that people couldn't fuck with you. Especially like that's that's how it was when I was growing up. So I just feel like, you know, he was just this little dude that was like, these motherfuckers are gonna, you know, they're gonna know I'm nice in basketball and I'm smart and they can't diss me. He was just funny. And people will try to come at him. 
That's what I feel like for some reason when I think of high school, like I think people really enjoyed high school. <laughs> and I personally wasn't a huge fan of being in high school. And I don't know why. And I'm trying to figure it out. Lately, I, like I, it'll cross my mind. I'm like, why not like high school? There were things about high school that I feel like are very valuable that I've taken with me into adulthood. And I think that's important for all of us to do. But um, I also just kind of realized that you don't really, a lot of like high school kind of the rest of life, you can kind of compare it to high school in so many different ways, whether where you work or, you know, the relationships with the other people around you or, and then you get older and eventually I suppose you have a family and you start seeing your kids go through the same shit. But really, I think what it comes down to is uh, putting people around each other. That's just what's going to happen. People are going to have clicks and people are going to be competitive and somebody's going to like somebody that somebody else likes and it's going to create beef. I think the one of the my journey was a little bit different because for two years of my first two years of high school, I went to an all boys school and it was a different world. Dudes are gross. I've talked about this before. They ripping farts in class and shit like that. But also dudes are just kind of simple. You know, you're just around a bunch of dudes. So there was no women there. And one thing I noticed from going from the first half of my high school years, being around nothing but guys, and then my second half being in a co-ed school was that there was, it was kind of, there was less beef among the dudes, I felt like, because none of these guys were trying to impress anybody. I did see guys get into fist fights. Um, I once saw a guy sit down in a guy's chair or quote unquote in the cafeteria, just where he happened to sit every day. And dude pulled up behind him and said, yo, that's my seat. And he said, I don't see your fucking name on it. He said something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like something that like, all right, bro, like now you're going to disrespect me in front of everybody else. So it turned into a fight. Like he turned around and punched the kid in the face after he sat in his seat. And then like a week later, these guys were best fucking buddies. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, guys, all we need to do is I think is just punch each other in the fucking face a couple of times. And then we're like, all right, all right, all right, man. All right. You got it. Or you got it. Or that's it. Um, and then I got to the school with the with the women in it, too. And it was just a little bit of a different vibe. It was a little bit more trying to be cool for the... Like, you know what I mean? I think trying to be cool always bothers me a little bit. I actually just was getting into a conversation about my dad earlier because my dad is one of those guys that... He grew up in the Bronx back when the Bronx was like on fire, you know, and there was just shit happening and it wasn't a great place to be, but he's just this cool dude. He's tough. He can handle himself. He can fight. He likes to brag about it, but he, you know, he's just cool. He's like effortlessly cool. And when I say that, I mean like. What do I think that means? I think that means, because it, it's not a, it's not necessarily a era that you're from thing. I think it's just the way you carry yourself thing. What I think coolness is, what's coolness to me? Confidence. Being sure of yourself. Not freaking out. There's no way to freak out and look all panicky and shit and be cool. 
It's just the opposite, I think, of, of what cool means. So my dad always managed to somehow have this calm demeanor. Even when he lost his shit, he just was, he lost his shit in a cool way. You know, he'd be talking shit, road rage, whatever. He's funny, quick with a joke everywhere he goes. All the ladies love him. And I always thought as a little boy, I would just be like in awe of how people interacted with this man. He was super smart, very well dressed, always made sure he looked good. And I just aspired to be like that as a kid. Never thought I could. Um, And that's like a role model situation, right? Like, And some people aren't fortunate enough to have great role models, right? So you kind of model yourself after somebody or whatever you see, whatever you watch, whatever you emulate that stands out to you, right? You can kind of pick like, I don't, I'm not a huge gamer. I'm not a huge video game dude, but like, yo, life is kind of like, yo, you can just decide to, this is how I, I am. This is what I'm going to present to the world. And you could just be like that. One thing that's very difficult for me, and I've seen people do this, I'm not really good at getting around groups, <laughs> different groups of people and not being myself. I see motherfuckers get around different groups of people and their personality totally switches. Like with this group of people, they act like this. And then with this group of people, they act like this. And with this group of people, they have like, and in my mind, I'm always wondering, like, how do you manage to maintain so many different personalities, right? Unless you have like some kind of sickness, which, you know, like, or mental illness, that's a different thing. But like, I just never really understood the uh, code switching in that, and like that to that extreme, because it's so difficult for me. And I think it's really important that people can talk to somebody, you know? Like, I know I'll come down to this a lot, but, like, I think uh, I think therapy is cool because it helps you to kind of understand. It just gives you tools to, like, catch yourself doing certain things that you may have questions about, about yourself. I don't know. Um, it allows you to be... I think... Uh, Somebody said something to me the other day, and this is probably a quote that I'm just hearing for the first time that other people have known for a long time, but it was like something like, uh, people who are in therapy need therapy to deal with the people in their lives who won't be, who won't do therapy. And I thought, yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, what's coolness? That's not what this is about, but I'm just going back to it. It's just, it's so funny to casually throw it out and just assume that people know what that means. Because I think it's a different definition for everyone. What does it mean to be cool? And I think what, depending on what generation, what era, what decade you were born in, coolness is totally different, right? Like there's certain shit that's cool now that would never, like you would get made fun of before. I talked about this a little bit last week. Um... But, like, when my mom tried to send me to school with that little fucking dog sweater when I was a kid, and I, I was worried about looking like a fucking punk, right? And not, like, in the cute way when kids, when parents go to the, like, hey, you little punk. Like, not like that. Like, I was scared to look like a punk-ass bitch and somebody was going to make fun of me and or it would lead to some type of violence. And now... 
if I had that dog sweater and it was winter time, I would be like, yo, this sweater would actually be kind of dope if I threw a certain jacket over the top of it with some jeans and a nice pair of boots with the cuff on the jeans, like rolled up so you could see the seam on the side. Like maybe I, I don't do the matching socks thing. I think the sock thing is overkill. You know these guys that love to fucking do the crazy socks? There was a point in my life where my sock game was like a thing. I'm trying to get my sock game up. But when I think back, I feel like I like that sounds dumb to me now. But again, right? It was cool at the time. What what else was cool at the time? There was a point in time where anybody that had a like a bike chain or some kind of wallet chain hanging off their belt going around to the back side of their pants, that was dope. And but anybody that was doing that was like a person who listened to Good Charlotte or something like that. Like these pop punk bands, like these like skater fucking type, you know, type dudes. And then all of a sudden you saw Lil Wayne doing it, you know, because I grew up on a block where if you did some shit that looked like some quote unquote, that's some white boy shit, you're getting flamed, which is another word for roasted, which is what I started talking about initially in the beginning of this episode. Um, You're getting fucking flamed. Like, oh, this is doing some white boy shit. And you got to have a level of confidence or you got to be like my man Hakeem and be like, have crazy comebacks for anybody. Like, if you were somebody like that, you could pull anything. You could come out dressed like Ronald McDonald and nobody would say shit to you because they're like, yeah, but I can't say nothing. They would probably say it behind your back, but nobody's going to say nothing to you because they don't feel like having, they don't feel like getting fucking flame broiled. Because you just got heat for everybody all the time. You know? I never had heat for everybody all the time. My biggest problem was my... If I was in a situation where I was getting made fun of or something like that, I would get frustrated. I wouldn't cry, but I would get... Like, because motherfuckers really... This is the thing. It's, it's synonymous, I think, with battle rap. Like, I'm actually... This is coming full circle to me right now. Because motherfuckers will push you to a, le- a level of anger where it's like, so what are you going to do? It's like, what are you going to do? Everybody's looking at you too, especially if it's in front of an audience. It's the worst. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you got all this anger built up inside of you. So you see a lot of guys start tearing up in the eyes because they don't know what they're going to do. Because people are frustrated in that situation. It's like now, And there's pressure. There's pressure from everybody around you. So it's like, I'm going to have to fight this motherfucker or... I got to say something clever and witty. And if you're not clever and witty, you end up crying, standing there, and that's it. I've seen motherfuckers get roasted so bad that they started crying, and then the person roasting them feels so bad because the audience has now grown so much that they've been like, nah, my bad, man. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. And it's like, it's already, the damage is already done. But also, like, I've seen those roasts turn into straight up. Somebody rocking somebody's jaw mid-sentence. Like, I've heard... I still... Like, right now, when I said it, I could imagine the sound of somebody's knuckles cracking somebody's jaw. Because I've seen it happen also quite a few times. So, it's like... (laughs) Being the roaster... Yo, a lot of times, the funniest motherfuckers, too, would be, like, 
some little fat dude, some little short dude. You know what I mean? Like it was never like some big tough jacked motherfucker. Big tough jacked motherfuckers got their asses roasted too. All the time. But it was like within a safe distance. Like you you wouldn't go too far sometimes depending on who it was, unless the person was a fucking complete idiot. I don't know if I could say that nowadays, but yeah, if you ever notice, I don't edit anything out of that podcast. <laughs> you know, one of the worst things that makes people feel uncomfortable is somebody who's getting made fun of that doesn't realize it's happening. It's funny up until a point. It's like, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. Leave this, leave this person alone. They don't even, they have no idea. You know, I end up feeling bad for those people. But yeah, um, it's just crazy how, um, like, like now we're in a different era. Like people also just all have a voice. So shit can be taken out of context. We read, I think. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts personally, and I think a lot of people do actually. I think podcasts have blown up. Like podcasts have exploded, right? Like on the ass. And I was always a radio guy. Like I love listening to radio. Um, but we read a lot of people's messages. We read texts. We read captions. We read tweets and shit like that, right? So it's easy to take shit out of context, but I also just think people like to complain. Um, I don't have a huge platform, but I heard this one story. I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. You should check it out. I am a huge fan. Um, and this lady, her name was Allison something. I'm going to tell you where her name I'm going to find her name because I, I feel like... Allison Roman, apparently she's like a famous personality who cooks. Um, and she was talking about just like the outrage that people have. They were just, that comes up. Because it comes up a lot, right? Because it's a very uh, common thing nowadays. So they were talking about this one, there was a tweet where a woman posted a photo and said, I love that I get to have coffee with my husband in our beautiful yard every morning or something like that. And then people just started fucking commenting like, how dare you post that? I have to take my kids. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. and take my kids to school every day. And I'm like, man, we really just like live in a world where you can just, I guess like anything. If it's a, if it bothers you, we all just have to fucking cater to it, I suppose. And I don't think uh, people's feelings are invalid <laughs> necessarily. But I think you could, you should be allowed to just say, all right, I don't like the way that makes me feel, but like, you can't get mad at somebody for just being happy with their life. It's like, all right, man, wouldn't well unfollow the person. I don't know. But I just think that's, that's really interesting that we uh, have decided to just also start like listening to, because once one person does that, then other people start jumping, yeah, fuck that person. It's like, that's really strange. A few years ago, I just I had this thought one time, and I was talking to my dad, and I was like, "You ever just feel like you can't be in a good mood around certain people?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know that's a real thing." And my dad said some shit, and you know he's older now. He said some shit where he was like, "Yeah, you know sometimes you just can't be in a good mood," and I was like, "No, I think that's bullshit. I think why like because then I'm not being honest, right?" I'm not like living in the truth of the fact that I feel good and I'm happy with the way my life is going because I'm around somebody 
who is totally miserable and not doing anything about it. And, and I know some people are like, oh, you know, when not everybody can do anything about it. It's like, listen, that's also not my problem, right? If if you can simply just go, hey, man, things are going really well right now. I'm having a great day. That's all fleeting, right? Like let people just enjoy themselves, right? What happened to that? Let people just go, let people just like bask in the, in that good day that we don't always get to have. But we also just like can't let motherfuckers have good shit either. So, you know, I'm a big fan of you having a good day. I'm a big fan of you enjoying your life. Even if, I tell you what, I'm, and I'm going to brag about this. I'm really good at being in turmoil and seeing people that I love have good things happen to them. And be like, good for you, man. That's fucking awesome. Like, and genuinely mean it. Not like, because I'm obligated to say it. Like, I really feel happy for people. My, uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm really good at compartmentalizing. But I just, I, I, I don't see, I feel like we should celebrate each other's wins. Especially if you're going to call somebody a friend, right? So I think that's cool. Boom, tied it up into a nice bow. Listen, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great week. If somebody's having a good day and you're having a shitty day, let them have a good day. Just let them do it. It's not that hard. And if it's bothering you, you need to look within and ask, what the fuck am I doing with my life? All right, everybody. Have a nice day and take care of yourselves and the people you love. And I'll talk to you soon. Later.